I'm Maddie. I'm Ryan. And this is The Mutant Ages, a show about the X-Men. It's mostly about the X-Men. Sometimes it's about how gay the X-Men are. I don't know. I don't know what the intro is. That's still the X-Men. <laughs> I don't know what. <laughs> okay, so we're here reviewing every adaptation yeah, of the X-Men. Yeah, you didn't say that. Ever. You didn't say what we say every week. We're here to review well, every adaptation of the X-Men. Know. And it's the Mutant Ages. Done. Back when we were young, we experienced a change. And this week, we're doing an episode that I've been sort of dreading. Yeah. That's about Storm, who's gotten to do nothing on X-Men Evolution. Yeah, which is the show we're watching. We're up to season two of X-Men Evolution. Just, I don't know, get ready for some racist bullshit, I guess. Yeah. You know, I'd probably feel differently about this episode if Storm had gotten to do anything previous to it. Like, if this was a different show, if this was more like X-Men TAS and Storm had gotten to do something this whole time. And yeah, Yeah. like Aurora doesn't even really have powers on this show. Even in this episode, she has very limited powers, which is such a weird choice. I don't like this version of Storm is so weird. I don't even know. Like, even in this story, they tell. She's just weaker, like straight up. She's just a weaker character. Like, she can't do as much with Storm's as she normally can in the comics and other depictions of her. She just can only blow a little bit of wind or like bring in a little bit of lightning or like a really small tornado. Like that's all she can do. She can't like change the surface of the planet or like fix an entire planet like she could in X-Men TAS. Like she can't do that stuff, which is just, it's weird. It's weird. And then also on top of that, she gets kidnapped like multiple times this episode and is like a damsel in distress, which I don't mind that normally. Like it's fine if Storm like gets depowered or gets kidnapped because usually she's so powerful all the time that they had need to do the Superman thing with her where they're like, well, let's bring in Storm's kryptonite. Let's let's, you know, yeah. put her in a little box and kick off that claustrophobia because like she needs to have some type of flaw because she's so overpowered as a character normally. But in right. this show, She's not very powerful. So then when they depower her in this episode, it's like, damn, man. Like, why are you doing this? What what can she even do? I know. (laughs) I know. Okay. So previously on the X-Men, this is X-Men Evolution. Um, The only things you need to know is that Storm hasn't been around for all of season two because she was quote unquote in Africa, the entire continent. She was just back. Yeah, we don't really know where she was. Don't worry. She's from Egypt. So it's like, I don't even know. Uh, And then. The other piece that you need to know is that the other character, Evan, who is also known as Spike on this TV show, her is nephew. her nephew. Yep. And like he is kind of a rebellious teenager. He reminds me a lot of myself in high school. Mm-hmm. Uh, I related to him a lot in this particular episode. Yep. 
Um, and he's kind of like he skateboards. He, he cuts is class. He doesn't take things seriously. Yeah, he's not that he's not good at these things. It's just like he's a teenager. Like that's it. And, and he's so, rebellious and like doesn't show right. up on time for things, even though he does kind of care about what's happening. He, he's the only one who really questions Xavier a lot of the time. I like I like him as a character. He's and he's totally invented for this show. Yep. And so that's all you really need to know for this episode. Um, a few things first. Um, this episode is, I, I love X-Men illusion so much, but for some reason it's just like, can't do anything with black people without doing something racist on the side. And that is absolutely what we're, what we're going to watch. And I'm not excited about it in any way, shape or form. However, I don't want to take away from the part that I, there's parts of this episode that I do like that deals with sort of depression and trauma in Mm -hmm. a way that is very X-Men evolution where they're like, mental health is important. And I liked those pieces. So it's kind of like this weird sandwich of like the start of this episode is like super racist. Everything in the middle is actually okay. I like all that. And then like the last five minutes is like super racist again. Yeah. And so in my own, this isn't, this doesn't help at all. Uh, But in terms of like what you were saying with like storm, not being powerful enough, I was like, I've already created a a separate story in my head as to what's (laughs) happening. And it's the one that I believe. And I think I can get you on board with it. And I love rewriting episodes on this show. It's all we ever do. Let's do it. Let's headcanon this shit. So I think, and it's it's not canon. This is not what's happening. No, no. This is our, this is the mutant ages rewrite. This is my theory, right? Is that this episode, everything that's happening is all in Roro's head. Mm. Because they put her in a box in the danger room. And she freaks out and has a, a, a traumatic panic attack and then just becomes totally mentally unstable that she starts doing things and she starts seeing these things. And now the X-Men can see these characters that are running around attacking her. Yeah, quote, although unquote. they can actually in the episode see them. But let's pretend that isn't what they do. But, but let's pretend like even at the, ep- the end of the episode where the X-Men are fighting these people who then disappear, by the way. Yeah, which, uh, whatever. Oh, my God. I know. We'll get to that. But, like, what if they weren't fighting them and they were just fighting Storm that whole time, but Storm imagined that they were fighting other people? I mean, I maybe like if this... Storm wore Scarlet Witch, she could, like, manifest right. things. Right, and, and that's, 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 the, that's the wall I keep hitting, is that I'm like, well, Doesn't she's really not Jean Grey. Yeah. She's not Wanda. And those two characters who are also massively overpowered. Yeah are kind of like, well, Wanda is mentally unstable. Jean Grey is just harnessing a power that's like a fucking goddess inside of her and she can't control it mm-hmm. half the time. And Storm is just like a goddess-powered person who also happens right. to have claustrophobia. But Storm is in control. Yes. And that's it. And when she isn't in, in control, I think we saw it better in X-Men, the animated series, where Storm would have one of these panic attacks mm-hmm. and then she'd and be then like... And Xavier would scream at her in the danger room that she needed to get over it. Yeah, I know. I remember <laughs> that. I was watching that clip that I posted on our YouTube channel of that scene not oh too long ago. Oh my god, yeah. But anyway, so, you know, she's always controlled, but she'll come back and be like, like, breathing and be like, you know, I'm not in... She'll tell some people, she's like, I'm not in control right now. Mm-hmm. Like, you know, I'm having a panic attack. Like, that is who Storm is. And this... And that's where my theory doesn't work. But I would much rather like that story versus like whatever, like, whatever like Banjo Kazooie bullshit that's about to happen. Yeah. So. I mean, it's like very, I don't even know how to describe this shit. I'm going to try. I'm going to try. 
Let me open up the correct notes because I opened up last week's first. Okay, now we're in the right notes. Yeah. Hello, Ryan. Hello. This is a TV show. Welcome to the television show X Men okay. Evolution. The very yeah. first um, subtitle that shows up in this show is tribal chanting. Oh, good. So here's here's what we see. Some racist uh, bullshit. Which is sort of like a parody of like a National Geographic magazine from the 80s. Um, it's a bunch of African people <laughs> dancing around a fire, beating drums, wearing loincloths. There's a bunch of thatched, thatched huts in the background. Um, it's like, again, it's just the National Geographic magazine. Like, it's like, I don't. These are the characters that we're going to see uh, attacking Storm. I mean, National Geographic is a little bit better than this, which is like, I ooh, guess. Ee, ooh, uh, here comes the witch doctor bullshit. Yeah, you know? I mean, there's a lot of that in the set. There's a lot <laughs> I mean, that's, of that's all I kept thinking. I was like, I was like, oh, Jesus Christ. Yeah, although, I mean, even National Geographic, like, the reason why I say that is because usually it's like white photographers going to these places, taking a bunch of pictures, getting a bunch of money for the pictures and then leaving and like just basically taking advantage of these other cultures and being like, look at this. All right. Bye. Uh, yeah, I know. Like, like okay. isn't it crazy? OK, well, so by the way, there's a there's a little child watching this that looks terrified and that child in my brain is going this is some racist bullshit right here. <laughs> yeah, like, this child is like, why am I in this episode? Um, so anyway, yeah. we are all this child. So there's a, there's a guy who has his face painted like a skull. And I think his name is, I mean, he doesn't have a name, but he's called the Hungan later on. So I guess we can refer to him that way. I don't know. I call episode. him skull man. Skull I don't guy know. Is it's what just I called easier. Him in my notes, but he, pa- he paints his face like a skull. Um, and so he dramatically walks towards the fire and everybody kneels in front of him. And then he says, after 10 long seasons, the night winds have finally answered my pleas. Our wandering goddess has been found. The power of the wind rider belongs to us, the Batantu tribe. We will claim her once again and Africa will be mine. And then there's like Storm's image like appears in the fire and we're like, okay. Okay, well, it's not her an image. They've built like a whole fucking yeah, like burning have... man of Storm. <laughs> yeah, and like yeah. that's really fucked up on its own thing. But then I'm also like, why is he saying all of Africa will be mine? I'm like, did the people who wrote this show not understand that? Like, like how big that is? Yeah. Like, yeah and how, also, like, they like, did they, do, do, do? They, do they think that all of Africa looks like this racist bullshit being depicted here? Like, first of all, storms from Egypt. Yeah. So there's that. So like, where are I, they right now? And I like Google Batantu tribe found nothing. I don't know. I was really struggling here. I was like, what do we got here? I don't know. I don't know. And so. And, and I'm like, oh, we're going to be in a law and hell for racism, aren't we? But then we really aren't. It's just like these pieces are. But the thing I really had trouble getting through right here is that that's the end of that scene. And it just cuts right on over to Bayville High, yep. where it's all white people. And they're presented as like, this is like we're like a society yes. that is not like savage. And I was like, what the fuck is this? Yeah, I was like, I know. They're like, who's dating who is our problems because we're civilized human beings. I, and I was like, I don't I like really this. Hate I this do not like this. Of it. And I, I also hate the message of like Aurora and Evan being assimilated into this white society. Also yeah, being it. lighter skinned characters than the bad guys who are darker skinned and come in and invade and try to like steal them away from the society they've assimilated into. Like all that I was like, I hate this. Like, I don't yeah. know what is being, 
I, don't I mean, know. as it is for right now, st- like Aurora and Evan are literally the only black characters on yeah. this TV show and in this school. But also Aurora, like she has blue eyes. She has lighter skin and this the way they've animated her here. Like and she is the damsel in distress who's being stolen away back to Africa. If you go back and watch some of the earlier episodes in season one, she was animated both her and Evan with darker skin. And now they're suddenly lighter. I know. I know. I Especially in comparison to these other evil characters who are trying to steal her and make her go back it's like what is being said here i no interpretation of this is good there's no moral in this tv this episode because i tried to find one it's not there yeah so anyway welcome back to white america welcome back to white america where (laughs) where gene is coming up on Taryn and Scott. Okay, this scene is funny, though. Yeah, it actually is pretty funny. I liked it. Um, So Taryn and Scott are sitting together, like, on top of each other at the lunch table because Taryn is, like, trying to fuck Scott now. This is so high school, I, by the it's way. It's so high school. I did enjoy it, though. Um, And so Taryn is like, Jean, come sit with us. And Jean, like, stares at them for a full minute and is like, I'm looking for Duncan, actually. And for some reason, she sits down with them anyway. And they, like, make some small talk about how Jean did on her report card. And then they just sit there. And it's really funny because it just the camera keeps on changing angles of them all silently staring, staring at, at each, each other, other and smiling and i was like oh my god this really is like funny. literally how it was i know i know and, and it's then, like i i was like the camera back then because i was gay and not dating anybody so, so you were like, just holding the camera being like wow <laughs> i mean i probably was because like that is who i am as a person yeah so, so anyway gene eventually stands back up and is like this is really fucking awkward so i'm gonna go find my boyfriend yeah and then Evan right. skates by on a skateboard and like bumps into Jean and like screams and is like, sorry. <laughs> and then he like falls onto a table and like knocks over no, a okay. billion he trays of fall. food. He doesn't fall. Jean uses her powers to throw him into everyone. Oh, I didn't realize she used her powers. I thought he just fell. She she holds up her arm and you hear like the wee. And then he goes, <laughs> Why does whoa. She do that? What the fuck, Jean? Because he almost crashes into her and she's already really mad about the whole Scott thing. Yeah. So she just takes it out on Evan, basically. Oh, Oh my god that sucks <laughs> and throws him through food like fred duke style that's what we're doing here it's yeah, like although i will say at least it's evan who's getting covered in food and not fred for once maybe somebody yeah, but it's still another <laughs> now it's still show. a different marginalized person that's a good I don't point know. that's a good point it's the only black character on the show who's a slapstick yeah oh wait i forgot about the fact that like principal kelly just stomps on over and stares at him and evan's like uh and it's supposed to be like evan getting in trouble at school uh again but then we go to the danger room and aurora's just standing in a spotlight super dramatically for like 20 minutes and then evan runs in (laughs) and he's like he's like sorry i got killed up at school like which is not a lie by the way it's not although i I mean now i feel differently about this because it was gene's fault like what the fuck like evan got held up at school because gene like (laughs) yeah he he gets detention because gene like threw him there's no reason why he can't skateboard outside during lunch because that's what kids did there's nothing wrong with that yeah, like but there's Jean nothing just, like, took it out on him and then got him in trouble at school i don't know whatever and then doesn't own up to it whatever yeah. okay so they load up this program called Stormcatcher. yep and it loads up like this full-on tron landscape yeah and by the way Stormcatcher, evan doesn't remember what it is because he like hasn't been going to his danger room lessons ever because he's been skipping school and skipping x-men school probably because he's like they're like okay evan you have to wake up at 4 a.m and he's like i'm a teenager and i'm not doing that yeah evan is ryan pagella as a child and is like i'm not waking up until the last you're lucky even showed up for school and and, and, like aurora came to woke me aurora comes to wake up evan he's like aurora's all like evan it's time to wake up and evan's like i I know know! 
like shoots a billion spikes everywhere while screaming that. So anyway, Evan doesn't remember what the storm catcher exercise is. And it turns out that it's actually rescuing storm from a series of things. So all these things show up in the room. It's like Tron. There's a bunch of like metal claws attacking her. And he like has to use his spikes to help her out. And then Uh, Aurora does have an important line here. She says, I'm in your hands, Evan. Yes. Yes. And also at one point there's a smoke screen that happens. And so Evan can't see her. And that's important too. where, where storm is like, you need to listen for me. And Evan is like, what? And like, can't figure it out. For for the record, he's doing pretty well in this simulator. Yes. And so like, and and like, I don't up until the smoke screen. And then that throws him. Right. But he figures it out. He gets through it. But also like storm is being like fucked by a bunch of tentacles now. Yeah. Like they come out and she's like, oh, 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 oh. Well, Storm like, can handle the tentacles, though. She's chill with right. that up until the danger room manifests a little box. For some mysterious reason, manifests a little box and puts Storm in the box. And then Storm yeah. starts freaking out because she's claustrophobic and like and banging screams. on the box. I mean, this is where she like kind of breaks character in terms of what the simulation is and is like freaking out for real and like not in character yeah. anymore. And Evan's trying to like get her out. Yeah. You know? And then Storm, I think, has like on her communicator or whatever, the power to turn off the simulation. So she turns it off entirely and like screams at Evan. Well, first she like explodes in electricity. Or may- maybe that's what she does because the danger room shuts down. Like I was, well, she probably I thought does she both. did it. Yeah, I don't no, know. No, I think she did do it in some form or another. Yeah. And, and, and Evan apologizes. She's like, yo, I'm sorry for what just happened. And I was like, get the fuck away from me. Yeah. And we're like, whoa, She's like this is out of character. panic mode. And Evan just like kind of runs away. And he's like, don't blame me for that yeah. box. I didn't activate it while he's like running off, which yeah. I thought was interesting because I don't know what we're supposed to think. Like, are we supposed to think that the ghosts of the, the tribal villagers who are invading Storm's mind now are like also manifesting the box? I don't, need, I don't even know. That's why that's why it works on my head if Storm is like subconsciously doing this. It was probably just fucking Xavier being like, let's just put a box here to see how Roro can handle it or yeah, not. Yeah, Xavier is like mysteriously not in this episode and wildly oh, unhelpful. He's, the only scene that he's in is like terrible and I hate him. I know, I know. I feel like this is something that is his department, though. Like, somebody's is. getting haunted by some shit. He Shouldn't probably Xavier just, like, be added like, it in there to be like, all right, so Aurora's going to get trapped in a box, and we're going to see how that goes. And it's like, but doesn't tell her. Yeah, he's, like, up in the control room, and he's like, wow, Aurora really freaked out about that box I put in. I don't know, but instead we hear, like, dun, 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 dun. I'm like, why are the tribal drums playing? Like, what's happening? Yeah, that's going to be the, that's going to happen a lot. So Evan runs off, he's gone, and then Storm yeah. leaves the danger room by herself, and we get this whole horror movie sequence, which it is good editing and animation, by the way, even though yeah. the plot line of it overall is like weird and racist. Well, that's what I'm saying. It's like the plot's the only part that doesn't work. Yeah, you know? I mean, it's still, you know, acting's good, animation's good. I just don't know why they wrote this episode. But anyway, she's like slowly <laughs> walking down the hallway. She flicks the light switch. It doesn't work for some reason. She hears weird noises and like walks down all these hallways. It's like a full on haunted house right now. Like, yeah, it's like suddenly like the whole X mansion is scary as fuck. Although it probably always is like, I don't know. Yeah, that's true. It's like, uh, can you imagine being in the X mansion when the lights go out, being downstairs in the sub basement? It's just like this eerie emergency light everywhere. Yeah, it's creepy. Nothing's on. 
I know. So then she goes to the elevator. She's waiting, waiting for the elevator to show up. There's this shadow behind her, which I actually thought was Xavier, but it's not Xavier. It's just like one of the ghost guys. Well, we don't fucking know what it is, like, honestly. Yeah. Um, and then the elevator opens and she screams and it's Beast. And he's like, sorry, I get that a lot these days. I love Beast so much. I love Beast. And, like, you know what? At least there's one thing consistent about all these TV shows and that it's that Beast it's rules. in Beast. Yeah. 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 So then Storm gets in the elevator and she's like still freaking out and Beast is like, are you okay? And she's like, I don't know. I just had a rough session with Evan and I'm feeling like shit currently. And Beast is like, it seems like the school hasn't had an easy time with Evan either. I just found this in the trash. And then he like holds up Evan's report card, which they don't show it to us, but like presumably he's failing everything. Uh, yeah, that's where I relate to him. Like I yeah, did not have a good time in high school. Totally. And so Beast is like dejected and he's like, and I thought we were reaching him. And Storm's looking at the report card and she's like, I'm having serious doubts that he is reachable. Uh, which is very sad. Which is sad, but also like it's her having an anxiety attack and placing all that on him yeah. again. Yeah, and I mean also blaming herself because I mean that part of it I think is very relatable or like not relatable but like realistic where she's like I tried to help out this kid and he's not listening to me and like I've done everything I can and I don't know like that part of the episode is interesting. I don't know. Yeah, I mean we're we're about to get into that, but first Risty drops Rogue off with her like McDonald's, yeah. which is really funny. Yeah, and so like, like the two of them went to Mickey D's together. I don't fucking know. They're yeah, friends. And then, and I, I love how like Mystique is doing this. By the way, she's I like, know. oh, she's like, hi Rogue, you want to go get some Mickey D's with me? And she's <laughs> like, yeah. And it's like now Mystique, Mystique is so sad. I, I love know. her, but like this is really sad. And Anyway, so Rogue gets out of the car and it's all foggy like a haunted house and she looks around. Yeah, it is super foggy, which like, I guess Storm is maybe manifesting the fog by accident. That's why I'm saying this is like in Storm's head. Because the mansion is foggy for the entire episode. The mansion's foggy and it's like spooky and cold and like Rogue is like shivering while she's like entering the house. Yeah, as she she looks around, she freaks. She's like, okay, this is freaky. So she goes inside. She like locks the doors, turns on the alarm. She's like, I'm not fucking around with this. Like I'm the only responsible person here, apparently. And then Storm is in her bedroom and there's like this weird mist. She's getting fucked by shadows in her sleep. Like, I don't know what the fuck this is. But like she's like moaning. Yeah, I mean it's like these spooky ghosts like, haunting in her, her vagina, though. Yeah. Like I don't know. Yeah, it's a pretty sexy dream. Know. And then she like screams, "Stay away!" And like wakes up and like clutches her head and everything. And then Logan runs in because Logan's like just I love in the that. Next room. By the way, he like comes flying in with his claws out. I like he's it. like because they're dating. he's like nobody can fuck with Aurora. Like you know, it's I love Logan. Yeah, so he runs off the balcony and he's like, "I'm used to fighting ghosts. I'll fucking fucking fight a ghost. Like I'm ready with yeah, my I claws." Know. And it's like Logan, <laughs> why do like, you think this is gonna work? <laughs> I don't know, but like it's more like logan is very protected of storm even in the comic books because like he's very loyal to her so yeah i mean logan's protector of everybody like if anybody's screaming in the middle of the night logan's like somebody else is having a nightmare i know how scary that is i'm gonna run in and help them <laughs> it's super yeah, so he's cute. like that he's like clawing at the shadows so <laughs> kitty and xavier come running in and kitty's like aurora what's happening in here yeah and then xavier rolls in and he's like logan did you manage to claw the ghost and logan's like i couldn't find it and xavier's like <laughs> check the security systems and so logan's like back to bed half pint and like takes kitty back to bed i love i love how our i love our version of Wolverine. he's, he's <laughs> hilarious it's great <laughs> like the like the one that's in the mutant ages comic book is like the only one we currently see I it's know, really funny I know. so then xavier and storm have this little convo Okay, I hate Xavier here. Okay, so this is a situation in which Xavier sees that Aurora is totally mentally unstable at the moment. He's like, 
well, let me just use this to my advantage somehow to take advantage of like yeah. how you're feeling to Why? like do what I want. And I'm like, fuck you, Xavier. You are a terrible person. Yeah. So like she just woke up from a nightmare, which, by the way, has nothing to do with her job or Evan or the school or anything. She's having a panic attack from her claustrophobic attack that fucking Charles Xavier probably created himself. <laughs> OK, he didn't actually create it. We can't. No, I, not, I, that did not uh, he's just the actual villain. Yeah. So Rose like. I could have swore somebody was in here and Xavier's like, yeah, but you're upset because, because you're Evan. really actually upset because of Evan. Evan's the reason why you're having nightmares, isn't Which, it? Why does he even take it there? Like, I don't know. And then Aurora's <laughs> like, he's showing less regard for the school or his training. And Xavier's like, you know what we have to do then? We need to abandon him. That's what we do to someone who is in need here. And I was like, I'm like, fuck you, Xavier. You're taking advantage of her state of mind right now to convince her. It is the middle of the night and he wakes her up and he's like, we need to send Evan out of this fucking school. Like she's having a nightmare and a panic attack. She's not mentally okay. And Xavier's like, well, you know what? That Evan kid. We should get rid of your nephew because he's been like a troublemaker. He's the reason why. It's because like, okay, Xavier also doesn't like Evan because Evan doesn't like to play by Xavier's rules. So Xavier's like, well, the only thing I could do is get rid of him but i can't do that while storm is willing to keep him yeah here. I so mean, what if i convince him well convince her while she's totally having a mental breakdown about like, something unrelated you. not related yeah, to Evan. like what i fucking hate xavier he is a piece of shit i know like, i know and like i don't know the more we watch this the more i'm like really it's a great thing that boom boom is not here and that boom boom left after like a day like uh, boom boom made the right call she was like i fucking not doing this because boom boom was there for a day and she was like um xavier's crazy town and like worse than my dad <laughs> so i need to get the fuck out of here and i'm better yeah. off living on the street than living with this okay guy. boom boom is like listen i know what it's like to be taken advantage yes. of and that's what he's doing so bye also like, rogue has that same energy as well where she's constantly like disregarding xavier which is why rogue is so great on this show and like also abandoned and in the comic books like know, she's kind of like I, uh, love all the characters who like recognize xavier's bullshit basically well usually logan is one of those characters he's just not that on this show he's not he's he's xavier's butt boy on this show anyway evan is right outside the bedroom and he's overhearing all of this and he looks really sad and then he like walks away slowly evan's like outside fucking like sobbing because like his aunt just abandoned him yeah because he's like okay like i guess everybody wants me to leave because i'm fucking up all the time everyone's like fuck you like okay this but this is why i relate to evan where i was like i was like i felt like in high school like feeling abandoned and stuff and like yeah it's not like i can't do school but like i was not getting the help that i needed in high school so i would just fuck off you know what i mean and yep. so then everyone's like well ryan can't be helped anyway yeah. like and it was kind of like that's where i was like evan is so far on this show like every aspect of evan i've related to yeah like, he's been very like even when he had the fucking video camera you know yeah so <laughs> i mean there's that and it's also like sadly a very common story for like the black kid to be abandoned at school by teachers who are like i'm just going to assume this kid can't be helped at all and like yeah, and he's, like, from New York City. Like, he's, And we have this fucking rich white man that's, like, running this weird institute. Yeah, and he's like, wow, I guess this kid just doesn't fit in with my perspective of, like, how people are supposed to act. So, like, fuck him. He can leave. I don't know. All of it sucks, but, like, is common. But it's not as though this episode is, like, presenting it in a way where I'm like, 
oh, that's really interesting. Like, I don't know. No, that's not what's happening. I think it works just because you can pull that from there because you're looking for something. Yeah, to I mean, pull. I'm kind of looking for the stuff in this episode that I think is interesting. And I feel like there maybe is a story here where it's like Storm has had to figure out how to fit into this like predominantly white society of whatever weird whatever Bayville is. And she's like. I've had to adapt to this. I listen to what Xavier says, whatever. It's like a different version of Storm who isn't the Storm that we know. Yeah, I don't know. Well, this Storm also can't blow wind, so... I know, she can't fucking do anything. Anyway, whatever. So Storm wakes up the next day. She runs a bath for herself. I actually really like this whole scene. Yeah, so. it's interesting. Um, So she opens the medicine cabinet to, like, get fancy bubble bath or whatever. And then when she closes the medicine cabinet, there's, like, a skull, like, uh, drawn in the condensation on the mirror. And she's... It's, like, spooky. It's like a horror movie again. Like there's some horror right. movie cuts. They do that a lot on this show, which I actually think is really cool. Um, and then she like screams and like drops the bottle. And then there's like a series of shots. They they do the next like couple scenes is like a bunch of montages basically. So like things there's time jumps and stuff. So like Xavier rolls down the hall downstairs and he sees a bunch of water leaking from the ceiling because it's like time has gone by. And it turns out that that's because Storm was like having a panic attack in the bathroom for like hours. And yeah. like the bath is overflowing like by like several feet of water like down the hall. So Kitty runs through the door and she's like, Aurora, what's wrong? What happened? And Aurora like sort of starts to snap out of it and is like, oh, Kitty. And Kitty's like, nice pool party you've got here. And then there's like Aurora going to bed is a separate scene. Right. And then Jean is like, is there anything we can do for Aurora? And then we see Xavier going into the bathroom and investigating it. And he sees the mirror has been smashed. And like all these are separate shots. Well, I know. Well, I think Kitty shows Xavier the mirror. Also, when Jean asks if there's anything she could do to help Storm. Storm's like, everything's great. Yeah. Goodbye. Yep. But she's also Aurora looks depressed as fuck here. Yeah. Like, and this it's is like, like she again, just got up and now she's going back. Like, to and, nobody, and like, I feel like that there is a very real a situation happening here where you see somebody who's like incredibly depressed and you're trying to help them mm -hmm. but you can't and like and also they don't even know what to ask for like aurora doesn't right. even know what to request in this situation i don't know this has come up a lot recently especially with the black lives matter in the past year or so but like you know like gene being a white person going to storm and being like how can i help you and it's mm -hmm. like you can't and if you don't know i can't teach that to you you know what i mean like yeah. that's sort of like the vibe i was getting from that scene but also i'm getting this vibe here where it's like storm's like having a mental breakdown she's having a panic attack she feels like she's a failure she's depressed you know and but like also like she can't even tell these people i mean i wouldn't either because fuck xavier but oh, but xavier knows what's going on but it's like well i just like now that Does i've he? like created the situation i feel like well, xavier yeah, should like, know what's going on but somehow he doesn't like well i mean with the this evan is stuff like a he psychic does psychic attack basically well okay xavier is like clearly manipulating the situation to be like also i want to get rid of that teenage black kid in my house who disrespects me personally and i don't like him like that's xavier's own bullshit but that's like, like a whole set. Yeah, that's like that's the plot B of this story, which is also terrible. But the A plot is like so. Yeah, Storm has claustrophobia. She has panic attacks anyway. But also this like 
witch doctor character is like using the astral plane to like haunt her like i guess that is, is that all, i think so yes because the skull on the mirror i don't think storm is doing that stuff like i, I think okay so oh, first of all i think that this would be a much more interesting story if logan was trying to like yes. help her by relating his old own totally. trauma to her. although logan's trauma on this show is also written in a completely bonkers way like remember the fucking yeah. mind control dial and like all of that okay, stuff but that was the fun i gotta make a video about that jesus i know that's an old app but yeah i don't even feel like logan on this show like has the same i mean they should be relating to each other like storm and logan should be relating whatever that's not what they're gonna do or even like rogue i don't know like there's like all these traumatized characters on here who but i get why storm wouldn't even know how to talk to these characters about that because it's like her life experiences have been so different from them and like she doesn't feel like she can go to them she's also not on this show yeah you know? i know right she doesn't even know any of these people this is her first episode in season two you know and it's some racist shit i know i know so anyway anyway then we go to evan yeah and aurora walks in and she's like oh i see you're packing yeah so you know don't you and evan's like Clearly, one of my parents coming. And Rose like, well, tomorrow. But and Evan's like, it's not like I care or anything. Yeah. And, e- and Rose like, Evan, it's not like that. You're just not letting anyone get close to you or help you. And Evan's like, yeah, whatever. Thanks for giving up on me. Goodbye. I'm yeah. going to school and clear out my locker. And it's like, I think, you know, Evan's like feeling totally abandoned yes. right now. He's like, thanks. Like, you're supposed to be on my side here and you're not for some I reason. Mean, these I are mean, the scenes I like because I'm like, this is the interesting plot line. I mean, like, also Xavier's manipulating her. Like, you know, that's what's happening. Fucking Xavier. He's the villain in the show. I know. I know. And then Aurora just kind of looks around the room sadly. Yeah. Then we go to B- the Bayville. I like this scene, too. Mm-hmm. Rogue is talking to Risty and she's like, I'm telling you, the woman is seriously losing it. First, she thinks someone's out to get her. And then this morning, she wakes out in the bathroom. And then Risty goes, I feel bad. She's like, I feel bad for her. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. <laughs> As if it isn't tough enough dealing with the claustrophobia. Rogue's like, Rogue's like, what? How'd you know about that? And Risty's like, uh, just gossip. <laughs> Got it for one of the new mutants. I mean, people in your school. Bye. Everyone's like, WTF. <laughs> like runs away because she realizes that like she fucked up and accidentally dropped that she knew some okay, stuff. Mystique is really funny because like sometimes she's bad at this, which is really funny. But also I thought it was an interesting line for Mystique yes. to say that she felt bad for Storm. I like You it. know what I mean? It feels very Mystique where it's like, yeah, she's a manipulative person, but she's not uncaring like she does actually right. care about other people's feelings and what they think of her and how they're doing like that's why right. she's an interesting villain because she isn't just evil and like doesn't give a shit about anything like she does care too much sometimes right. so on, in her mind she's like wow yeah storm must really be going through some shit right now and it's like well yeah she is well, she has Xavier <laughs> to put up with all the fucking time. I, I, I swear our Misty wasn't like, it's uh, as if it isn't tough enough dealing with Charles Xavier every day. <laughs> I know. I mean, that's the subject. Uh, a rogue would have been like, a rogue would have been like, yeah, I hear that girl, you know? <laughs> yeah, yeah, totally. Um, that would have been amazing. So then Jean and Scott are having an, a little convo where Jean is like, I'm really fucking worried about Aurora. And Scott is like, whatever. She's tough. She'll work it yeah, out. Yeah, thanks, Scott. Thanks, Scott. Steve's like, are you sure about that? And then Kitty runs up. She's like, guys, did you hear about Evan? And Jean's like, no, what the fuck are you even talking about? And Kitty's like, 
he's clearing out his locker because like Xavier got rid of him. So like, yes. like Jean is like now piecing together that some fucked up shit is happening, and they're like, "What the fuck is this now?" Yeah. So they go to they go to Evan, mm-hmm. and Kurt's talking to him, and he's like, "You're giving up without a fight." And Evan's like, "Why do you even give a shit? It's not like we're friends or anything." And Kurt's like, "Hurt." He's yeah. like, "Wait, well, what? I like, I thought we were friends. Like, yeah. what's happening? Like, everyone is genuinely confused." And it's like, but it's classic though, where Evan is just like shutting everybody out and being like, "Whatever, fuck all of you anyway." Like everyone abandoned me. Like it's how many, how many, wait, how many times did I do that in high school? <laughs> it's like no one truly knows me here, and Evan is like throwing his books in the trash. How many live journal posts were there where I'm like being like, nobody <laughs> even knows the real me. Like, but I mean, okay. it's because all the authority figures in your life had abandoned you. So then you're like turning away on your friends as well. I mean, that's basically what Evan is doing here. Um, but luckily he figures out that that's not the case, but not till the end. Uh, so Scott is like, Evan, what the fuck are you talking about? And Jean is like, yeah, can we actually try to help you? And Evan's like, stop stressing about me and like throws all of his stuff in the trash and runs away. And it's like sad. Yeah, I know. It is a really sad scene. Then we get like a fun scene. <laughs> because of Well, OK, I- but also again, this again is like, oh, here's Beast realizing he's OK, that he's that he's a gay man. Like, that's what Beast's scene is here, basically. I he- like all of Beast plot lines on this show. Like, yes, you know, so this is like this is like the C plot line now, yeah. in which like Beast walks out into the fog. Which and is all, like, still there. New mutants are. Yeah, like all the new mutants are playing football. And Beast is like watching Cannibal who like catches the ball and then like, crashes into Beast with his powers. And Beast is like, nice moves, Cannonball. Is Storm holding the session out here? And he's like, nope, she didn't show up today. So we start to improvise, which is like really like not what I think kids would do. Like, I don't think kids would be like, oh, the teacher didn't show up. Let's try and run class anyway. I like, mean, I think they're just playing football for fun, though. Like, I, I, know. And I then don't Beast, think they're actually arguing that they're teaching themselves. They're just like, yeah, we're fucking around. Like, we're not Yeah, doing I know. Anything. So, and then Beast is like, well, that usually means costly repairs are going to happen. So, <laughs> let's go down to the danger room. Yeah. And, like, he brings them down there. And yeah. he's like, he sets up the volleyball net and he goes, it's simple. Volleyball with no powers and also for me to survive a session without having to go to the infirmary. Which, <laughs> yeah, like, which I thought was really funny. The beast to himself yeah, is so, like, let's see if I cannot get my ass kicked by the kids for once today. Yeah, I know, right? And so then Sunspot hits the ball uh, without using his powers. Yes. He hits Berserker. Who freaks out and is like, you never could have hit it that hard without your powers. And it's like, And then dude, he's like, Turns into a full uh, like electric explosion and Beast narrowly dies out of the like danger room. Yep. Lands on his like hand in his face and he's just like womp womp. <laughs> he's like, this class is gonna be a pain in my ass, yep. isn't it? It's and funny. so but I, I like that Beast gets this like fun parallel with the kids where they're discovering their powers and also beast has to discover being okay with his powers also yeah it's really cute i don't know it's nice to have like a couple little funny moments in this episode that is largely either like really racist and reductive or just sad (laughs) and like yeah sad in an interesting way but like also really sad so like it's just nice to have beast there being like i know and so then it goes to 1 a.m and aurora's like she can't sleep she's standing on the balcony and then we have like I don't know like at first I didn't realize that like this, a dream I didn't thought it was, I, I didn't realize that it was like a dream or a flashback I don't know it's a Roro somewhere I think it might be a flashback I think you're actually right that it is a flashback of some stuff that really well she yeah, she's back with that tribe now yeah. she's making it rain and they're, and they're like worshiping her, her except for a skull guy who like looks at her like he's gonna kill her and that's another flashback yeah the Hungan guy is in the background the skull guy and he's he so Storm knocks over this big snake statue. And then there's a statue of Storm that all the villagers put up and they're like, yay, Storm, we love you. And then the guy with the skull face, 
he like looks down at the snake statue on the ground and he like picks up a necklace off of it for some reason and is like dramatic about it. I didn't understand what any of that meant. It's actually not going to be explained, by the way. That's that's kind of like D2. Yeah. Remember when we, we shot D2? We had that whole scene that we did on the quote unquote astral plane in which you give somebody like I the necklace you're wearing and then necklace. they have it like in the real world Why? after that. Why? <laughs> Except like at least we did something movie, with that. We didn't, did we? Did we? Yeah, because he he gives you the necklace and you're like, I remember who I am now. Except we did it like really dramatically. So you can't really tell what that's ha- what's happening. In this, I don't think the necklace. No, we never see the necklace again. I don't know that's what that it. is. The I genuinely don't know what the fuck that is. If somebody else watches this show along with us, maybe they can write in and be like, you guys missed this thing. Because sometimes sometimes our listeners catch things. That I don't know miss. if there's a lot to miss in this episode. <laughs> so anyway, so Aurora then looks down and sees herself covered in snakes. So yeah. she screams and flies up to the moon in this really great shot. So I wondered, though, like plot wise, was it supposed to be like they had used to worship the Hungan guy who was like a snake guy and then he made the snakes for store? Was that a connection? Because there was the snake statue. Do you know what I'm uh, see, I don't about? know. I just watched season three of Cobra Kai in which they're like <laughs> battling on top of a pit of snakes. So that that's all I'm seeing yeah, now. Yeah, I don't know. I just, I was really trying to put it together. I was like, is he a snake guy? But anyway, it's never going to matter. So like, I don't even know why I'm trying. So she flies out of the room because now she can fly, which sometimes she can yeah. do on the show and sometimes she can't. But for the moment she can. <laughs> um, well, and you know, she sees Evan running away in the yard. And I actually thought this was going to be a hallucination on her part. But it me turns too, out it but really then it was like Evan. real. It really is him. Like, I know. So she's leaving and Rose like, whoa, she's like, Evan, don't leave. And he just skates away. Like Evan's running away. Yeah, he's like, like because okay. he doesn't want to go back home with his parents. He just right. wants to he's like, he's like, well, they gave up with me on the mansion and also my parents gave up with me. So fuck this. I'm out. Yeah. Which is really honestly, sad. The episode doesn't really delve into that. Because no, I mean, he's basically going in the same direction. Boom, boom. Did which when, maybe he should question. Maybe mark? he does in season three. I think. Yeah, you're I think right. Because doesn't he go hang out with the Morlocks then? Yeah, because he keeps on trying. He's like in the same track as Boom, boom. Whereas like this place is bull shit nobody's even trying it's like this whole guise of people trying to help me come out of the closet but actually like it has to be on your terms like you know it's like it's like now that you're out of the closet you have to join my weird frat house where we all have to do these very specific (laughs) things all the time because this is what it means to be gay like i don't know it's like this weird clicky thing that he's not subscribing to yeah anyway so he's leaving and so then Aurora lands and like some dude who I don't know if he's real or not because he doesn't come back more than a couple other times in this episode. Yeah, like, although he's given a name. His name is Marambo because Storm calls yeah, him that. Well, he ca- he's like, I've traveled all the way from the entire continent of Africa to warn you that the Hungan is here. Yeah, okay. Are all of these characters really here? We will never know, know the answer to this, by the way. Did he really come from like this ver- the version of wherever he's from dressed in this like complete like gar- like he's wearing like his ritual garb? Yeah, like all of these characters are all wearing loincloths. Like did he should get on the plane? Like I don't know what's happening. Like this is so but weird. But I don't think they got on the plane. I think they like manifested themselves there, which like did they fucking teleport? All right. So no, maybe you're right that it's like my- some sort of astral plane stuff, in which case I would buy that. Yeah. So I guess I. I guess the Hungan is using his magic to manifest everyone there. But why would he take Marambo? Because Marambo doesn't agree with what he's doing. So Marambo is the character who's actually trying to warn Storm and be like, right. hey, so the Hungan has come for you. Or maybe and Storm's like, yeah, whatever. I don't have time for this. Yeah, like, like she's like, whatever. I'm trying to find my nephew, which like Storm, shouldn't you be a little more worried that this guy that you knew from like 
20 years ago showed up in your yard he's wearing a loincloth like i don't know what i feel like storm should be like what are you doing here like she shouldn't be like whatever bye oh, okay so now now questioning are is storm even related to the like her quote-unquote brother and sister in that other episode or like did she come from or did like all of them emigrate from this place together to live in new york city together i don't, I, I don't think so i kind of feel like this is a huge disconnect on the show where it's yeah, like, like okay it's so aurora hole. was living like in this weird racist version of a piece of africa and like then moved to like new york city where like these people like and i'm like i'm like okay so maybe they aren't actually our brother and sister but, but since they must black, be because like what why I look we're never gonna figure this out because it I, is I was gonna say explained. it's like is this like a weird racist thing that the show did where they're like okay so since they're both black they're like okay well like we're just gonna let you be part of our family now like I don't know what like I don't know because I think they are supposed to actually be related to her but then you're right I'm, I'm why, trying, what I'm is trying to point okay so I'm trying to explain like how I feel this is extra racist <laughs> and now I'm just sounding like I'm like this is like, I can't even figure out what her story is supposed to be anymore. It's like, they had these two black characters on the show and they're like, well, we're going to connect them yeah, they and make them related. related. And now I'm questioning if like that's even correct. Oh, I don't even know. Like what? I don't think like, they did any kind of research to make this episode happen. You know what I mean? Well, I think they kind of read some comics and they were like, well, we want to have Storm be worshipped by a bunch of people because that's you know from the old old comics which were also pretty racist yeah. where that would happen yeah so like they wanted to take that storyline and be like well let's have that be storm's backstory again um but then they'd sort of forgotten that they already gave storm a completely different story where she like is also from do i like this story now that they're like well aurora used to be a part of this like savage tribe and then she moved to america and became a civilized white person like i don't know if i like that story it's either it's pretty bad Actually, it's pretty bad. Um, <laughs> All right. Anyway, we have to move know. on. So anyway, <laughs> she she knows Marambo, whoever he is. And Marambo is the one who's like, all these people who you knew 20 years ago when you were a goddess, they've come back and they're trying to kidnap you. And she's like, whatever, I got to find my nephew. And Evan hops over the fence. He looks back and then he sees a bunch of these guys in loincloths chasing after Storm. And he's like, I got to save my Auntie O and like hops back over the fence and Storm is like screaming and like shooting lightning yeah. at them. Well, that's because they're they shooting electricity and one of them tranquilizes her. Yeah, and then, like they take her out with a freaking tranquilizer dart immediately. And then Evan goes and wakes Professor Xavier up, Xavier style, and he's like, somebody took my aunt. Yeah. And Xavier's like, what the fuck is <laughs> happening right now? And we're like, okay, Xavier, get with it. Yep. Like, yep. So not then, helpful. The uh, the villagers take Storm to some docks, like the waterfront, for no reason, really. I mean, I this guess this happens to a lot on this on show boat. because we're no, this is like right after Batman the Animated Series. So all these TV shows that exist, Everything they is have on a like dock. they have the Gotham docks there. Like that's the thing. Yeah. I just I, and I'm I'm doing this whole thing. Let me just share this with everybody right now, but. <laughs> Uh, I am doing a full rewatch of everything MCU related. That is what WandaVision has done to me. Mm -hmm. And so I'm on Agent Carter now. And like, again, they keep on going to the fucking docks. And I'm like, what the hell? Like, is this like the only place that shit happens is like a sketchy dock somewhere in New York City? Yeah. So, yeah, I mean, I don't, know. I don't even know where Bayville is in relation to anything. Well, it so kind of like, seems like they just went nearby? into the city. Yeah. I don't know. I'm like, like, did they like take a boat from a different continent, park it here, and they're like, okie dokie, let's capture Storm. Well, that like, actually seems to be exactly what they've done because they put Storm in a big box on a boat and they're going to sail oh, her right, back to Oh, right, because she wakes Africa. up in there and she's freaking out, but she can't get out of this box. So, like, after, like, 
like, I don't know, two seconds to try and she like goes to full panic attack mode and like falls yeah. down. And, and then like, the skull guy opens the top of the box and he's like taunting her from the top of it. And he's like, your spirit has been broken, Wind Rider. And now I can take it from you. And then he like chants some stuff and then Storm's soul like exits her oh, that's, mouth. I didn't even understand like that's what was happening at first. I was like, I'm like, wait, can he just take her powers? Yeah, but that's not what's even happening. kind of can, but he's possessing well, he just her. Takes control. The, this is... I feel like this is all like a weird, like a bad, uh, like a really bad, uh, I'm trying to get it out. Like it's a very bad adaption of the, her Shadow King story. Yes, That's what I'm trying I to agree. get out. And I like, agree. Why didn't they I just do the too. Shadow King? I don't know, you know why they didn't do the Shadow King. Like I felt a lot at a lot of points. Like I was like, this is almost the Shadow King I don't know who this character is. But like, supposed it's not. Like, instead, they were like, well, they were, did they look at it and they were like, the Shadow King's too confusing. So let's do some racist shit instead. Like, who made that decision? I don't know. I don't know. We will never answer. We keep asking why and we will not have an answer to this. But okay. So I thought that he took away her mutant power and I was like, what? Are we saying Storm has magic now? But she, but that's not what happens. That's not what it This does. episode is all over the fucking place. Yeah, and also they're introducing the idea of magic being real, by the way. Speaking of, like, what WandaVision's that's doing. Why, um, that's also why I'm, like, sitting here like, does it make more sense to me just to, like, put this all in Storm's head, you know? It would have. It would have. But instead, I think, I think I'm right and that the Hungan transported everybody via the astral plane and so they're like kind of there but kind of not there but kind of not it's people think that they're fighting and them so but like storm's not. kind of it's kind of in storm's head but it's also kind of in reality at the same time like storm really is Wanda stuck in the box vision. <laughs> all right anyway so then logan drives up dramatically on, on his bike and yeah. you know takes his off his helmet to reveal he's still wearing like another helmet yeah underneath of course it. of course <laughs> and then he's like, around and he's like i smell aurora she's here somewhere and xavier's on the communicator and he's He's like, we'll be there in literally two seconds, Logan. And Logan's like, I'm not I, okay, waiting. I thought, they, I thought they were like far away, Me but too. apparently they're like around the corner. And he's like, he goes, well, I'm not waiting. I'm going to go save my friend. Thanks, though. So Logan crawls around some boxes. He stumbles into that dude from before, yeah, tries Marambo. to kill him. And then he's like, where the fuck is a robber? I'll kill you. <laughs> and he's like, the other dude's like, I tried to save her. And Logan's like, from what? You got two seconds before I cut your fingers into shish kebab, bub. <laughs> and and Rambo's like, like, the Hungan. And then and Logan's like, what like, the right fuck there. is that? Like, like Xavier's like, immediately arrives with all of the X-Men behind him. And I was like, why didn't Logan just wait two seconds? Because anyway. it's Logan. This is what he does. Yeah. Like, so and I, Xavier's I love that like, man. can you not kill this guy? Because he's like telling us information. <laughs> and Logan is this like, reminds, fine. And Marambo's like. This, this reminds <laughs> me of the comic. I, I, I'm rewriting, rereading all of the House of X and Powers of X in order this time. Like I've re I'm reading the compilation because I read oh, it originally yeah. when it was like all over the place and it made less sense than it does this time around. I'm sure. And like there's that scene where like fucking Magneto and Xavier roll on up to Sinister, like our clone of Sinister, and Sinister like makes sort of uh, Xavier in a head, like in a wheelchair. So Magneto just instantly tries to kill him, and Xavier's like, "Wait, hold on, we need him, Magneto. We can't just kill everyone." And like, Magneto's like, "Like he's making fun of you," and Xavier's like, "I know, but like, we kill Can him we after we get him? the information." And it's like, I love that. It's because they're gay and dating, by the way. Anyway, I mean, it is. Anyway, um, so so Marambo gives them the explanation of what happened. <laughs> like, not that it's a helpful information. He's it like, actually he's is. Like, he's like, so they kidnap Storm. She's in a crate aboard a ship called the Nyoka, but the Hungan has 
captured her spirit inside of his staff. And he did that because she turned the village against him 10 years ago. And now he's going to use her power to rule over Africa. Yeah, but that's what I mean. Like, this is like a bonkers explanation because all the ex-kids are looking at each other being like, what the fuck is this also, man like, saying? Also, like, who are these people? And also, did Storm live in this random village 10 years ago? How come we never I don't know. And then, it's, then it's like turns into like a weird parody of like one jump ahead from Aladdin where like they're jumping around these like bandits. Do, I don't do, even do, know. Do, 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 do. Yeah, yeah, I know. Except but that's still not right. But I like, I don't so know. Like, it, all of the guys are like throwing. Okay, so the ex-kids are having this fight with all these ghosts. This is a bad fight, by the way. Like, it's, it's not, not fun even... to watch. It's not fun to watch. There's a bunch of arrows. Like a guy throws a spear at Rogue and she has to dodge it. It's like it. very Indiana Jones. And then a Rogue's the one who's like, guys, we can actually take him out if, we're, if we just move faster than them. Like it's again, Rogue being like, you can yeah, like, do Rogue this. Is just like, like, they just have weapons and we're mutants. Like, this isn't even <laughs> difficult. Yeah, yeah, like, and, like, one of them, like, tries to lasso Kitty with a rope and she just phases through it and then kicks him into the water. <laughs> it's like, okay, this isn't interesting it's to watch. Like, so anyway. Like, not a good fight Also, thing. they're ghosts. They're not even really there. <laughs> like, what is this? What is this fight? Like, how is it even possible for the X-Men to fight these characters? Like, I don't know. What is happening right now? It's so stupid. So Logan and Evan find Storm's crate and they open it and she's not in it anymore i guess and then the hungan is like up on a higher level no, i think level he is boat. in there well no she, because doesn't she's she fly flying. out of the box she likes no she's like flying in from somewhere else oh okay because they look in and then the hungan calls to them and he's like you're too late oh right and then logan growls and like tries to attack him but then storm floats down and she starts attacking all the x-men because she's being mind controlled and she like electrocutes logan logan passes out immediately because that's logan's other move it's like he jumps <laughs> ahead attacks somebody too soon then immediately Dies. gets fucked by them yeah. and like passes and out. has That's to like, like wait to regenerate all of his cells again because he just got killed again and so he's like lying there I, I, this is why body. i like laura a little bit more because laura usually goes in with the plan and logan just like starts clawing shit and like everyone else is like logan what stop logan is a very emotional person he just he just <laughs> he is guided entirely by his heart yes so then evan has this little moment where he's being thoughtful and actually strategizing laura style and he's like yeah. remembering the storm catcher exercise and he's like okay right. i need to protect storm um, and he's like remembering Storm's voice in his head and stuff. So he listens because there's a smoke screen um, all around. So he has to listen for where the Hungan is. And he like basically just listens and then shoots spikes at the guy's staff and breaks right. it. And then that frees Storm's spirit. And that's the end of that. And then she's suddenly okay again, which is cool. And then she turns on the Hungan and like throws him into a tornado and is like, fuck you. I suddenly have powers that I never had previously. Okay, wait, this is like a crazy situation where like, I don't know if he's there or not, but Me it either. ends with like Storm turning around and straight up killing this dude. It's like, oh, and it's like her Did powers are like so strong all of a sudden. I don't know. I don't know. And I was sort of annoyed that I like couldn't tell. Oh, it's like, because uh, this whole time we were like, okay, so this version of Storm is like massively underpowered, but it ends with her like summoning a tornado and a thunderstorm, Murdering shooting someone. lightning him into the tornado, having the tornado suck him up into like a fucking hurricane, which floats away and like there's fog everywhere and like hail and shit and i'm like what i was like yeah and then so, like down on the ground xavier's like oh yeah also all the villages have disappeared into nothingness and everyone like laughs merrily and is like i guess that was fine and i'm like what happened guys i know <laughs> yeah i know well she passes out and evan catches her yeah and that's like the end of that and so then it goes to like the next day or whatever and which like everything's fine i guess <laughs> aurora's hiding out with evan's mom like none of that even happened evan walks in he's like okay mom i guess we'll get ready and evan's mom's like Evan, we've been talking. Aurora feels like you should stay. And Evan's like, what? <laughs> and Aurora's like, 
You were there for me, Evan. So let me be there for you. And Evan's like, oh, sweet. And then starts playing like Power Rangers music. And everyone's like on cue walks in the room. It's like, guys, I'm staying. Everyone's like, yeah. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. And Evan's like, it's all because I popped that voodoo loser's orb. Man, I got to admit, that was a tight example of heroics. And then he like skateboards down the walls and is like, spike in the house, baby. (laughs) And I was like, and that's what that was when I was like, what was the moral there? Like, I don't know. I guess the moral is like be there for your friends of, like, and they'll be there for African you. African ghosts you show up, you should kill them. I mean, just kill them in cold blood and then hang I don't out with even your white know. friends. Like, this I episode's truly not don't know, Ryan. Good. I don't know. I, don't I mean, like, like there's it. stuff about the episode that I do like, like all the uh, mental health stuff. That Great. part is I'm interesting. I, I mean, again, I feel like it was a situation where, honestly, ever since you brought up the fact that Storm may or may not have ever lived in Africa, I'm like so confused as to what I even <laughs> think anymore. Like, somehow and if she that did, like, didn't how did she me? wind up here? And like, yeah, I don't know. Not okay. Where also, did her family come from? She's I don't know. Been randomly visiting Africa before in the season. What was she visiting? What was she doing? I don't know that we never find out. I feel like this is like a whole story that they could have gone down. And but they, they just didn't, didn't even write it. It's like they didn't even come up with what had happened. Like, where is she from? Well, because they don't know. They don't know what to do with Storm on the show because they didn't make her a teenager. They and also like, didn't because make up of a storyline for her. Like the story right. she has, like her actual Like her backstory. and Logan are just background characters, which is like so fucking weird and i like well i appreciate us exploring some of these lesser known mutants a little bit more which we really aren't there's still like it's still like kitty pride and nightcrawler you know what i mean yeah. but i don't know i like seeing uh spotlights on boom boom and magma and mm-hmm. stuff like that cannonball and he, yeah right like all that but like i don't know like why weren't storm and logan teenagers on this show like why did we do that i it's still not clear to me i still stand by that it should have been like moira and xavier teaching class now it's like now beast is one of the teachers except at least they do his story a little bit better than storm who gets nothing yes Beast's story was pretty cool like they came up with a story for beast that all made sense with who he is i like i'm just screaming i'm getting mad i gotta i gotta calm it down my neighbor's like who the fuck is up there i truly don't don't know know. i truly don't know why they did this to storm like i i'm pretty mad at it however i do like some of the subtext of the relationship between aurora and evan where like i do they are both these black characters who are dealing with suddenly moving into this predominantly white suburb where people don't understand them they're gay and Evan can't relate to his parents or stay in New York City because he's this queer kid who wants to hang out with other queer kids. And like Storm understands that. And she's like, yeah, there's upsides to you being in New York. But like also you need to hang out in this situation with other mutants like that part of it is cool and interesting. And like she's trying to be there for him. But he's like, I fucking hate this place. I don't fit in here. I keep cutting school because I hate it here. Like I get all of that. I think that's a really interesting story for him. And Storm trying to teach him how to survive in that situation and like, you know, not lose his humanity and like still respect himself. Like there's something to that. That's interesting. But then why the fuck is there all this other like bullshit in this episode? Like it's so stupid. And it's like, like, it's like I said, it's like it's sandwiched in there. Like we have a bunch of racist bullshit. And then like the stuff in the middle is like interesting. And then mm-hmm. at the end again, it goes back to even more racist bullshit. And I it's know. Like, and like why? you can even keep Storm's claustrophobia. And it also like goes back to what I said at the very beginning of this episode where I'm like, they can't let Storm be powerful. Why? I feel it's like. Like actually make her powerful. Like just have her actually be powerful. Why are you doing I, this? I don't know who the fuck the Hunkin is or whatever. Yeah. Why could he take her out with a blow dart? Like what the fuck? Like why did it take Storm two seconds know. to get knocked out? And it's out? like 
it's like almost like they didn't want to get they're doing that thing again where they're like we have to create like some other villain because Xavier's so evil in this episode <laughs> that like why we have to distract okay. away from that i i don't understand that part like why this keeps Xavier happening so it happened with bad. like magneto and mystique where they're like we have to do something that like Mystique's just going to kill Cyclops now because like we have to remind <laughs> yeah, people to not to like her. Something. And also like Magneto's shit's not even going to make sense because he's got to be more evil than Xavier because Xavier is like awful on this yeah, show. Magneto's just like a queen who's moving to Antarctica and being like, I don't know, doing his thing there. Like Magneto, I don't even know. What the yeah, I don't even know what his whole deal Remember was, but it's Magneto like Magneto was on this show. Good times. He's about to come back. What's the next episode? Is the next one the Worms we the Worm one is the next, the next one, one Angel. Joyride. You keep thinking it's Angel's Wings and it's not going to happen. Because of like the uh, air date changed or something. Because like, okay, so it's like not snowing here, but the last episode we watched, it was snowing. And the next episode is, the, or sorry, the episode with Warren is a Christmas episode. So I think it was supposed to air in that order, but then it like, I don't know, changed yeah. somewhere. I mean, the next episode is Joyride. I mean, we're skipping ahead. We haven't even talked. We haven't even rated the episode. No, we yet. haven't. We're just like, this episode's like bad. And so I don't we know. just want to talk about the next one already. Well, how, can we like do it in segments where I'm like, I liked the mental health stuff. I'll give that a higher rating than the rest of the episode. Like, I don't even know. Yeah, like Storm, I, I, Storm has her moments on this episode. It's like a 1.5 out of 5 X's, basically. Yeah, that's not a bad rating. Um, I guess I'll give it a one. I try to avoid giving the point fives because I'm like, what is the point of doing anything if we're giving these point fives? Because it's almost a two, but it's not. Yep. If you round it up, it's a two. I don't know. I mean, there's interesting stuff with Evan. I do like Evan and Aurora as characters. I I think that Evan is at times written like a very realistic teenager, which I think is really cool. I like the Rogue and Risty stuff. I think that's an interesting storyline. Even like Taryn and Scott. Like there's parts of the episode that I'm like, this is interesting. It's just that then there's all this fucking shit with this tribe, this ghost tribe that I'm like, who are these people? Why are they being presented in this type of way? I yeah, I don't like that we have like, they're like, look, these like black these people. These dark they're just, skinned characters are evil and they're trying to abduct right, our beautiful, and they, like, precious total storm. savages. And now we're going to go over to Bayville where we're like so white gross. and we're civilized. And like, and also Xavier is actually the villain, though. Xavier's the I mean, villain. he is. He's taking advantage <laughs> of Storm in this. I was so mad at Xavier in this. I was like, you, like, this is somebody taking, clearly taking advantage of somebody who is not in the mental capacity to, like, make these kinds of decisions right now and be like, oh, but it's like, Evan, you want to get rid of him. He's the reason why you're having, like, extreme panic attacks. It's but it's, like, like not that at all. Him at all. And, like, Evan needs her. And it's just that, like, other people need to step in and help Evan. But, like, no one other than Aurora even gives a shit about him, seemingly. I mean, other than, like, his friends, obviously. I mean, like, the other adults in his life. Although Beast is Like, trying. Xavier's just an evil character. Xavier like, sucks. again, I'm, re like, I'm reading House of... <laughs> oh, sorry, House of... I'm, re I'm reading uh, House of X again, right? And it's, like, the same situation where he's, like... He just goes into everyone's brains in the in, on the planet at one point, and he's just like, okay, so you need to accept that we have a nation now, and we have this flower that can cure you, but like, we're only going to sell it to you because like you have to accept us, and if you don't accept us, we're not going to even sell it to you, but you still have to give us money for it. It's like, what the fuck, Xavier? Like, <laughs> why... Why do you have to be like this? It's like, and with that, I think they're trying to have a bargaining chip, but still like, did Xavier really need to invade everybody's brains? I don't know. That's the same thing. It's he like, loves invading shit. people's brains. Honestly, though, why didn't he invade Storm's brain in this situation? Because Storm needs the help and somehow Xavier's like, 
not noticing that it's a bunch of ghosts like he's like yeah i guess everything's fine no one's here anyways let's get rid of evan like why doesn't he figure it out let's play the game in which like the hungan wasn't real but it was actually all being created by xavier to fuck with her head i like that story even more that is not impossible like he could have done i mean at the beginning we already theorized that he installed that cube in the danger room right so yeah I don't, I don't know. know. Xavier, there's, nothing, there's nothing to say that that did not happen. Xavier's evil. Dabba D, Dabba die. That's not how the song goes. Like, <laughs> let's move on. Oh my god, I'm like going crazy today. Okay. Uh, Can we even do a who's gay segment? There's not. This isn't a very gay episode, sadly. The X-Men are a like the only segment of being gay is that evan's like gay kind of gay but like that's not even what he's dealing with in this he's like a gay kid that like other gay kids are given up on i don't know like that's it I but mean, there's like yeah i don't know this isn't a very homoerotically charged episode honestly that's okay sometimes we're gonna skip this section if like there's no place for it but yeah. i mean aside from the fact that the x-men are gay yes well course. there's also a segment of which like beast is like i'm gay and still figuring it out i don't know like that's yeah. This episode is weird. There's, it is like, weird, weird, but I, I do like the mutant metaphor aspect of it, though. Like, despite it all, I still like the idea of Evan ultimately preferring to be at the X-Mansion, even though he fucking hates Xavier. Like, he still, like, wants to hang out with Aurora and, like... Well, he still cool wants to hang out with aunt. his gay friends, Yeah, right? like, he wants like, to hang out that's... with Kurt. I mean, like, Evan and Kurt did have kind of a relationship-y type of a fight when he was, like, emptying out his locker. Like, I don't know that I, like, necessarily ship them, but it was kind of cute. I don't feel like that they're dating on this show. No, like, I but, don't like, really they know. did have that, like, two queer kids. Like, suddenly one of them is like, no, you're too gay, and I can't hang out with you anymore because people are going to figure out how gay I am. Like, there was yeah. kind of that energy to it in and a That reminds way. me of high school again, too. Definitely. Like, us pushing away from, like, all of our friends because we didn't want to be perceived in some kind of way yeah. so that we all became goth instead i don't know it's yeah, like i mean all of that really lines up with high school for me in a, a certain yeah, way me too i mean like evan's whole journey in this episode was my journey so yeah I don't know. totally but or evan i don't know that's that's that um yeah we don't have a, who's that x-men so is that it are we in plugs now we are in plugs now let me open that shit up Give me 25 minutes. com. All right. So first of all, next week, Joyride. we are going to be watching Joyride, which will be fun. It's a Kitty and Lance episode, looks like, based on these screenshots. I'm it's a good at. episode. It's like kind of like one of those stories where I'm like, is he supposed to be like straight Richter? Like what's happening? But I guess at the time, like he was presented as straight in the comic books. I don't remember. So, yeah, I mean, he's definitely supposed to be into Kitty and Kitty's kind of into him, too. So, yeah, I mean, like, I think they're just going to be friends in the long run, but I like this upcoming story. So we'll we'll deal with that next week. Yeah. And there's going to be some new mutant stuff. There's a bunch of Bobby stuff in this episode. So that'll be fun. Like, yeah, that's right. Trained up and Bobby's going to become more and more of a character. Uh, So that'll be neat. We like Bobby. Yeah, I'm excited for that. So Bobby. Bobby. All right. So anyway, this is a show and we have plugs to let you all know how you can continue getting more things from us and we're everywhere. It's Valentine's Day, by the way, in which we when are recording we record this. this. Yeah. Well, two weeks that? later, you'll see this, but <laughs> this is a good reason why you should follow us on social media. So we're on Facebook, Twitter, Instagram, Tumblr, Pinterest, and even TikTok. 
And I post things there every day. Today, I've posted all the old nostalgic Valentine's Day cards featuring the X-Men. Yes. So I, I don't There's know why I'm talking really, like really this. There's really, good Wolverine Valentine's Day cards. Your favorite one is always the one that where he's like growling with his claws out. And it's like, I'm always ready to, to be, be your, your friend. friend. Because it's so like, funny to imagine uh, Logan saying that. Like, he I also know. would say that. Like, that's what he says when he runs into Storm's With his claws room, out. With his claws out. He's like, I'm ready to be your friend and fight and ghosts. And fight some ghosts. Yeah. <laughs> Like, oh my I don't God, know. Logan. So we're also individually on uh, our social media. I'm at Ryan Pagella on Twitter and Ryan.Pagella on Instagram. And Maddie, I where are you? I'm at Mindy Myers everywhere. That's my screen name everywhere. Um, And we also have a YouTube channel, which is we do. a place where we're playing every single X-Men video game. Although lately, Ryan has been doing the old canard of editing episodes of this show to edit episodes of the animated shows that we watch, which is one of my favorites there's one of scott trying to get to the party and getting hit in the head with a soccer ball that you just did last week that is really funny. is your favorite it's great. I, and, yeah i feel like whenever we have a cyclops uh centered animated segment um it's good we love it yeah it's just good it's funny it is funny we love to clown on that guy um so the youtube channel is definitely worth subscribing to so that you can get those but if you want to know what else you can find you should go to the mutantages.com or mutantages.com and that's our soundcloud page and over on the right-hand side, you're going to find a link to our Discord server where you can join and chat with people about the latest episode of WandaVision or, you know, whatever else you're into. Um, you can also find uh, a link to our store where you can buy a t-shirt that says time travel is real or a mug or whatever or all those things with our logos on there. And you can also find various ways to contact us, such as our email address, themutantages at gmail.com, our voicemail inbox, one five zero eight three one nine one six six eight, and also our PO box address, which is PO box three three four four, Nating, Massachusetts zero one seven six zero. You want to talk about the Patreon, Ryan? Well, first I want to make a sort of a semi-announcement. It's not technically mutant ages related, but it is related to the Discord. So great. I just wanted to let everybody know that I recently purchased the Marvel's Avengers games because it was on sale on Steam. So I'm going to stream that on over at Twitch. I'm going to wait until after we get this episode out and hey I'm start doing it then. Um, if you want to see me try to make my way through this game that everybody has been sort of like confused about when they're adding things to it, um, you can see that on my Twitch channel. It's at Ryan Pagella. And I'm going to post about it when I'm going live, probably in Discord. Um, also on my social media, which I already announced. But, you know, come and join me. Come and lead me through this experience where I can hopefully spend most of my time being Kamala Khan because I oh, really yeah. don't care you about will get any to. of the other characters. That game has a lot of Kamala Khan stuff in yeah, it. Yeah, so this is like my... I've done some Twitch streaming in the past, but this is going to be like the full first time I'm really going to have a full foray into a full game. And I usually stream at night in uh, Eastern time, but we'll see how that goes. I mean, anything can happen. Sweet. Um, uh, but that's... I just want to say that to make sure you all go join the Discord because that's probably the best way for you to find out. Hell yeah. Um, also, it's just a fun Discord to hang out in. It really it is. It is. They, everybody's been really fun and chatting, especially with WandaVision right now. So, like, it's a fun place to be. Um, Absolutely. Yeah, go check it out. And if you also want to support us, you can support us on Patreon, which is at The Mutant Ages. You can find the link at themutantages.com. And on Patreon, you can subscribe at multiple different tiers to tip us and help support the show because we are a completely fan-supported show. Damn straight. Um, and if you do do that at different tier levels, you can get fun things like bonus podcast episodes. Currently, we are putting our 
reaction ep- uh, reactions to WandaVision up there. Yes, well, eventually week. later down the line, we'll probably revisit again in a more formal sense. Yeah, for like an official public free episode to everybody. And of course, we try to put out a lot of free stuff for this. The is, this is just us theorizing our thoughts right now. So yeah. you get to join in on that. But we also will do podcasts and some other fun movies and stuff and sometimes i post special videos up there we put the show notes and at the 25 dollar tier you get a special shadow on this show i need to open that so give me a second <laughs> and that is wait i don't i'm not going to do a racist voice we're just say to my actual voice which is zach s samuel b soren b thank you for supporting our show you can do it in a voice as logan running into storms <laughs> screaming just like be like ah oh, Zacchaeus Samuel B Soren B where's the ghost I'll keep them from getting to you I know about ghosts I see them every single night where's the weapon axe saber tooth <laughs> wouldn't we all love to have Logan like waiting to help us from our nightmares just I don't know but in. all I'm looking at right now is the audacity file and it looks like <laughs> the waves is so big <laughs> so enjoy that enjoy me screaming directly oh into the microphone I love it <laughs> Logan was barely in this episode and yet he's probably my favorite part of the episode like Wolverine is always our favorite because he's like totally over the top 24 7 I love okay it. also if you can't afford to support us on patreon right now please feel free to leave us a review or a star writing on iTunes or whatever app that you listen to the show on mm-hmm. I think it all channels to the same place anyway um, it helps increase our visibility and allows other people to find the show and share the show with your friends. Yeah, share it on your social media. Tell people you like this show and uh, tell yeah. them to watch along on X-Men Evolution with us because it's on Disney Plus, baby. That is, that's true. And yeah, that's been that. That's another that's episode. That. Um, Lo- it is Valentine's Day. Logan this week was like, what should I get you for Valentine's Day? And he, he suggested hunting me a rabbit. And I said, that's not what people do, Logan, but I yeah, appreciate the Yeah, you're also thought. a vegetarian. I feel like Logan's really having trouble accepting that Well, I'm not a vegetarian. You. I eat chicken and uh, well, fish. you go in and out. Are you eating yeah, chicken these right. days? I forgot you were back on the chicken train. The chicken, well, it's like that goes in and out. I mostly eat fish. That's kind of my deal. I am a fishy kind for of the guy. Listeners, <laughs> for the listeners' reference, Ryan has gone on and off of being a vegetarian or a pescatarian at various points in our friendship. I clearly can't keep it straight. But, uh, <laughs> yeah, well, well I can't you know, really it's... blame Logan for being confused as well. I mean, Logan is out here. He's like, Ryan, you eating meat this week or not? Do you want me to catch you a rabbit or not? And you're. You, and I don't even answer. I just go, I get enough protein from you, baby. Oh, Logan's like, but answer the question God. well anyway so you left me a nice box of all valentine's cho- day chocolates it's really sweet but for some reason now that whenever i walk around the mansion every man is trying to give me chocolates or something and like uh it's wow. awkward it's so hard being you it's so hard having every x-men be attracted to you i love this version of me who lives in the x-mansion it is also a total whore with all the x-men but dating wolverine exclusively this is some warcraft valley yeah, level bullshit I, I, listen it anyway, sounds like the perfect it's valentine's happy day. valentine's day i hope you and logan have happy a great valentine's one day. i do have a real valentine's date today but it's not like with a man it's with my friend elena because we always go out on valentine's day and we're like fuck this so that's pretty fun i think you should let logan go but you know you do you well i mean i'm gonna date logan we, we have a separate thing that we're doing here in the morning and then <laughs> oh my know. god we'll, we'll see, see what you happens. next time we don't need to hear about the graphic Protein. depiction of ryan and logan's valentine's day or do we but anyway see you next Protein time shakes all right goodbye Bye. see you next time the mutant agent.